Okay. Welcome to the first episode of No ID. Mm-hmm. Why it matters. It's, uh, do you want to take it away? Well, first, you have Ian and Devin here. What's up? Which, um, what's up, goes into the No ID part. So, babe, why don't you elaborate for us? Yeah, so our names, uh, Ian and Devin, initials, we realize a lot of things we don't understand and we don't know and that we're ignorant. Uh, and then we realize, like, oh, it would be cool to just be ignorant and learn together and then also talk about things. Well, we just never know why things matter, right? Yeah. I think being in a relationship and learning about each other and living with three people. Hi, Habib D. We miss you. Habib D. She's out of town. And, um, DJ yeah. Detour. DJ Detour. So, yeah, just learning about other people and just being so curious individually and then, you know, being so fascinated by so many people's stories and what they do, why they do it, why it matters. Um, it all just kind of culminated in a beautiful way. Yeah, and, and I, I think it, it influences us and inspires us. And like when we really understand the the why behind it, by, behind people, what they do, because I think what they do or what we see is cool, but getting a better understanding of it. And so here we are. Here we are. And we are going to embrace this new journey together, a new new journey, new chapter. That's the topic we wrote down. We're being real organized, by the way. So dope. <laughs> it's going to help everyone. Yes. Yes. We're very, very organized over here. We have about a million whiteboards. So on here, we have the topic of new chapter. Can I can I take it away and start with oh, yes. what's I mean, happened I'm gonna, in my life? I'm going to ad lib. Please do. Yeah. Please do. I don't want to just talk to yeah, myself that'd, that'd in a mic. Weird. <laughs> um, I mean, I would, but. I'm just going to be like, uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, the keys. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear that drop a lot, I'm sure. Um, ooh, we get to come up with a little uh, jingle recording to open this. That's exciting. All right. I want to start off by announcing that I have decided, kind of, to um, leave Billing Solutions, which is a company that I have um, been with for nearly a decade, which is crazy. I just, I realized I grew up there. And um, yeah, my last day will be on Friday, this coming Friday. So probably when we are about to, um, that's maybe when we drop it, we'll see. But yeah, I was there for 10 years and I really feel like I grew up there. So I wanted to just take time to say how much I appreciated all of the things I've learned, all of the pain that people probably had to endure with me learning and growing. And it's just really cool to see everyone individually, how much they've also grown up and how much they've learned. And yeah, it was really nice just seeing, I don't know, it's like you you have these dreams and then you know ultimately I think everyone goes through the phases of like oh this isn't where I thought I would end up Uh, that was your first adult job right yeah 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 I mean I went from like dancing for the suns and working in clubs to but I was like a grown-up like, like yeah. working in an office where I was like, this is lame as fuck. What Here's am your I cubicle. Doing? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I think I most loved talking with people, which is great, full circle, conversing with other people and again, hearing their perspectives. So yeah, learning how many different people there are in the business world. And I've genuinely made such amazing friendships that will last forever. I mean, I talked to so many people there and how long even were you there the again? clients. You were there I started in September on September fifth, twenty twelve. Jeez. So yeah, 
Shout out to LA, by the way. I hope you guys really can just embrace the background, like jackhammering, drilling, all of that. If you guys can hear it. It's, it'll be dope if you can't. Yeah, we'll add the sound in then just in case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's just construction. Down the street, they, they film music videos through construction. Oh, did you know they film Westworld here? Oh, that was sick, bro. That was sick. Shout out okay, to Okay, we're going to stay on topic. We're no, we are. We're great. We're doing great. We're doing fantastic. Great on time. Um, yeah, so I, I really, I don't want to take up too much time talking about billing solutions, but I really do think that, um, it's prepared me for everything I want to do now. And I totally realized, you know, those dreams that you have as a kid where you just don't, you don't see the reality of it. It's, it's simply just like a dream where you are like, that would be cool. It'd be cool to be in the entertainment industry. That'd be cool to be able to write a script that people care about or act in something that moves people. But you kind of, at least for me, I just didn't fully believe that I had the ability to do it. So now it just feels, and we'll get into more of the how we get in our own way, but now it just feels more real. And I'm actually super excited. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Um, why did you go to Billing Solutions in the first place? Like, was it just a job? Well, I got out of a terrible relationship and I myself had been addicted to drugs and this was, my mom was in the behavioral health industry. She's like, oh, I can get you a job at this place. Oh, so it was just one of those jobs. Like, yo, my mom. <laughs> I, I ended up work. I worked for her, the, her boss and I, he was blind and I helped him. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I didn't know. You never told me this. I thought I told you. Not that I know. I feel like I would remember the blind wow, guy. He's hearing it here first. So she's like, here's my boss. This would be a good spot for you. Well, her boss needed just admin like at help. I literally would go over to his house and help him maintain stuff and like, just and like, taking grocery shopping and all this stuff. 20, 20. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that. I I still feel like in my 20s, it's still like teenage. I could do like internship. This is the time of my year. that. Oh, bro. Yeah, I would just go to his house because I had the keys. Yeah, throw me the keys. me the keys. I had the house basically to myself. So my sister and I would hang out there. So you're already working and you're like, cool. And then, oh, yeah. I mean, he lived right downtown Prescott. It was great. Perfect real estate. It was so cute. I had a drum set, like just the coolest. Had a Vitamix that was legit. Made you don't even smoothies. feel like you're working. You're just no. 20s. You're like, yeah, I. your friends are like, what are you doing? I got a job. <laughs> yeah, I'm helping this blind guy. He's, I don't know. It's, it's all right. He's the coolest, though. Then you become an account manager. Well, no. Then, <laughs> like, no, I was working whoa. for him, and then he knew Jimmy, who... Uh, owns billing ah, solutions. Put and the he, good word in. And he's like, okay, you're wasting your time with me. You need to go over to here. Um, he can put you to work. And yeah. They, Was it a feeling like you had to get a job? Like you haven't, did you go to college yet? Yeah, yeah. I went to ASU. Went to ASU. Didn't graduate. Then you're like, shit, I got to do something. Mom's hooking me up. Boom. He hooks you up with this billing solution thing. Yes. You're like, I don't even know what account manager is. I don't is. even know what any of this stuff is. I like organizing. So Yeah, I'm organized. I can follow directions really well. I am way too driven and ambitious where I'm like, oh, you need this done? Cool. Let me do it perfectly. They're like, it pays and you're like, say less. Yeah, like, I'm totally. there. Can I get enough money to have gas go down to Scottsdale and visit my friends and Is there party a dress again? code? Yeah, bro. Are you with it? Are you <laughs> like bro, I'm, this is adult. I had to wear nylons and like this is adult level shit. Like yeah, yeah. I learned about adult level shit where it's like okay, you have to wear nylons. My friend Stephanie actually said uh, she's like you're the reason I bought a pair of heels and know how to dress in business meetings. Otherwise, I'd be wearing Quicksilver sweatshirts. And 
I, uh, I mean, I wasn't, didn't know how to dress well. It was just like, but I'm, I'm winging it. I'm winging it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, my mom got it nailed. So she's like, okay, this is what you're going to wear. This, I remember just like first day of school, lay out your outfits, mm-hmm. get ready. Um, worked hard 10 years at that place, ups and downs. Got, uh, all the way up to vice president. Why, why never, never left before now? Um, it just, it, I think I was growing enough and learning consistently enough to make it valuable and yeah. worthwhile that I didn't feel so inclined to leave. Like it, it was serving me well enough for a long enough time. And then, yeah, um, things, things happened as, as life does. And, um, yeah, just, it makes sense. Yeah. I'm just really excited. And I don't realize even you asking this, I'm like, oh yeah, I did have to learn how to dress and just Mm. talk to people where my natural ability to just talk is like very casual where I had to also realize, oh yeah, you don't always have to, you you shouldn't talk that way in a business I wish you guys could hear her business talk. Okay, oh, go. Hello, this is Devin. Oh no, yeah, and or her running meetings. Go and, ahead. Hey, hey, Jim. Okay, guys, let's let's. Okay, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. But for you to say like that was even a growth thing, like a growing experience to get to that level. Like, and I have experience in like, like you know, there's professional code switching. Uh, people call it, and it's like you've learned that. And I was going to ask, at what point did you did you know that you wanted to do entertainment? At what point throughout that? Because again, you're still rising through the ranks. I always wanted to do yeah. entertainment. I mean, it's funny as you were gaming. I was looking at uh, my Instagram posts. Uh, I saw something from like two or three years ago, and it was like just talking about the entertainment industry and the movies and television and all of it. Where it's like I've always, always wanted that. I just again didn't really have. I didn't have anyone in my circle that was doing it. I didn't have anyone around me, and then. Yeah, when I started acting um, in Arizona, then, you know, you just meet people where it becomes more real. And, you know, the teachers were the parents of a successful actor on, you know, a successful show, Shameless. And it's like, shout out Bill and Carla Howie. Um, But yeah, it was just became more real. And then obviously we met and uh, it was, we moved to LA and you know, you of course meet people in LA where it's like, not only is it so possible, but it's just not as impossible. It's not as scary. It's not as intimidating, I think, as maybe it seems from an outside perspective where you just meet people who are just doing it and, and or not doing it. And you can see why someone is or isn't successful. It's really is like it with anything else. If you put the work in, you should see the things that, you know, are authentically true. If you put the work in, which is like the hardest part. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to now ask you questions where, well, I guess we're going to rewind it a little bit back for you too, since it's our first episode mm-hmm. kind of recapped quickly cliff notes version of my adult life growing up. You spent eight years in the military. I did. So I did. <laughs> what made you decide to go into the military? Um, I did JROTC. Uh, for four years and that was fun it was like i mean that's where i went to camp um it was structure and i was i was a little rebellious but it was like structure that i was cool with like especially because i was um i guess somebody like it was easy to be somebody where i was at Mm -hmm. and then it came with power it came with recognition amongst that little clique or that group 
Um, so did you like the leadership aspects of it or what was the, the best part? Just recognition? Ooh, I, being part of a group? Yeah, I mean, I, I think since being younger and playing sports, like being a leader was cool because... He's such a great badminton player. It was, oh my God, uh, I lost every <laughs> every match kidding. I feel like. Actually a great <laughs> soccer player though, continue. I feel like I was always good at sports, but I remember soccer. I was a captain at one point and... I think the ability to lead was just like you have the intelligence, you have the drive, you you have the people skills, like people listen to you. And I think in JRTC, especially in the camps, like you you were taught leadership skills and I I I think I I didn't realize how that, how that was really amazing for the age that I was at cuz people don't go to a week long. So it was like a 3-day camp over the weekend for their first initial and then you can go to a week long and like we're all high school horny kids so i'm like fuck yeah man i like i never thought i wanted to go to camp until then and it's just cool you're just hanging out with homies but then you're telling little younger freshmen where to go and you know i was once there and and so i think it was just fun like i was like oh my gosh this is cool and my older brother spencer shout out to spencer um i always you better him. listen to this podcast spencer i swear <laughs> to god i, I give you a shout I, out i haven't bro. even met you in person yet but you better listen um but i was always i was always seeming to be interested in the things that he did because i was i was really interested in and admired him and looked up to him even though my brothers are eight years and ten years older than me they had a reputation amongst the jrtc instructors and it was like another Seegers. Yeah, another okay, Seegers. What are you doing oh, here? Are you gonna live up to your brother? Were they both very well respected in that? Spencer was Spencer because okay. that was his thing. Like you know, I don't, I don't know if he really. I think they couldn't do sports or they they weren't able to get into sports, but that was his thing. Like he did competitions. Like in my mind, that was me playing out the fantasy of, oh, my brother went here. You might know him, and people were like, oh my gosh, you Spencer. Do you know brother. if you did better than him? Like, can you look at that? Is that a thing? I don't think I did. Like he really was passionate about it. I think I was just doing it because. I don't know. he did it? Yeah, and it was fun Like yeah. I, because I could. Yeah. Um, but I think I was really good at it, but I don't think I was that passionate as he was. Um, I think it was cool because that was a bonding moment for us mm-hmm. because we didn't have that growing up. And so then you can always relate back to it. And then you didn't have to take foreign language, which, again, is a hindrance. Clutch. But you know what I'm saying? You would hear people talk about French class and French. Spanish. I wish you I knew French. I wanted to. But when you talk about it in a class experience, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. I'll take JRTC any day of the week where I, I got rank, I outpower people. We have, like, remember Cadet Kelly? Uh, duh, obviously. I, we did that, bro. Like, we, we tried to build a uh, rifle spinning team. Uh, but it's just... It's not easy, and then you need money. It's just like any squad. Like that's uh, why you can spin corduroy so well. Oh yeah, too mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. I can spin up, spin a broom, bro. And I used to like. Whoosh, 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 wow, whoosh, we need to get a video of you broom spinning. If I had oh, somebody easy. here taking notes, I'd be like, write that down. Easy. I should put it on my skills as an actor. Yes, broom um, spinning. Duh. But I think I was always a performer at heart. Mm-hmm. I, I was hosting during that time. I I knew I had a cool voice. I did modeling in middle school. I remember the dance uh, teacher or dance coach of the girls. It was, you know, in middle school, it's all girls normally. But she was like, make a muscle. And I did. And she was like, oh, you want to be in the dance group? And I was like, what is that? And she was like, you're just picking up girls. And I, I was end up dancing Michael Jackson. All you got to do is pick up girls. And that's it. And I'll say, easy, sign me up. And uh, so, yeah, performing was always there. And I think throughout high school, acting was never an opportunity for me. Um, I didn't know how to seek out the opportunities either. I'm from Southern Maryland, Prince George's County, PG County. Shout out. Woo woo. Woo woo. Um, 
and I don't think I, w- I was so closed minded when I was younger. And if your parents don't know, then you're just totally. winging it. I think I took one acting class near the end of high, maybe, or when I was out. So I think it was not until the end that, and that's when you're getting the questions, what's next? And I was not, I, I did summer school every year of high school. <laughs> I was smart, but I was, I just didn't apply myself. And so it wasn't college. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it in high school either. And it's my memory was like, oh, yeah, it wasn't just easily accessible. But no, like it, it did was. Did you have a drama department? Oh, yeah. I remember did. I asked about that. And I think we used to, but the budgets, I mean, no one cares. We had a football and basketball team. That was the It highlight. was like I just constantly was, yeah, prioritizing other things. I mean, I danced since I was three. So I was captain of, you know, the dance team. And it I just, that was the focus. I mean, we also had camps. We also had practice all the time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like both of us had those desires and then, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I think when it comes in, it's like, it will keep finding you if it's real. I think for me, like the first ever thing that I ever saw about acting was an aptitude test that we took in JROTC. Um, because that aptitude test, I think acting popped up because I had a lot of communication skills. That's all I acting, cared about. magic, broom spinning. And I was like, well, I I love magic, by the way. <laughs> yes, I'm not good at it, but... Okay, magic, and do you have that on your skill set? It's like magic sure? is so... Because magic and dancing are the same to me because it was like all illusion. Um, like, tutting is cool because it's like illusion. You're, you're forming shapes, yeah. and it looks cool. And I think even when I look at myself in the mirror as I dance, it doesn't look cool. But when I watch myself in a video, I'm like, oh, my God. And this is what Oh, my God, see. who is that? So with, you think you can dance? I like can. isolation, like people okay. like moving their neck. Wait for a TikTok, bro. I remember the T-Pain thing when he went backwards. I think it was like <gasps> in a Chris Brown video. And I was like, whoa. I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, you know, you always try to recreate those moves. <laughs> I always thought you needed a signature move. Oh, my God. The amount of time like spent in the mirror just recreating things. I mean, I worked on my... A fucking English accent for years. Your, your English accent's amazing. Oh, thank you, mate. I'm saying, I mean, I can sometimes it goes into Australian and and British a bit. It doesn't really it's have a amazing, choice. Amazing, mate. Um, um, but yeah, the time spent in front of things, or like when you're like so, you do things subconsciously, and you're just like, oh, that's an enjoyable thing to do, and you kind of think that everyone just does that. We're like, duh, everyone watched Harry Potter and did this. Duh, everyone watched music videos and practiced it. But yeah. That's I mean, everybody true. was into Michael Jackson. Everybody was into Chris Brown. Um, but I don't think everyone was sitting in front of their mirror practicing. I think they were like people cared about other things. Yeah, I think I think back then because Michael Jackson was so heavy, I think everyone tried to attempt to do the moonwalk, whether you were a dancer or not. And I I think I just it was just cool because it stuck and I was decent at it. And I think a lot of people there are people out there that can't dance, so they 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 hype you up so much. But I, I had a passion for performing. And, uh, yeah, when, when you got to make a decision of what, what are you going to do as an adult? Um, I remember my RTC instructors were like, join the military. Of course, my brother was already in, uh, living a successful life. And I just remember having homies that were also, um, into arts. I mean, one was into rapping, shout out Josh. Um, and lots of shout outs this episode. And we, (laughs) yeah, it's weird. Um, and we were like, uh, yeah, let's go to Atlanta and pursue this. But I, I never got to really perform, so I didn't think it was possible. Um, I remember I tried out for this theater group, and they were doing a play about like corruption in the church, people sleeping around with other people. Whoa. I'm not. I wasn't really into that. I think I made it, but I was like, you know what? Eek. 
this ain't for me. And and again, so close minded. Being in DC, and DC is a a hub for arts. I didn't I didn't see that. You know, I mean, we visited home. DC felt far for me just to go into town to act. I had a crappy car. It was breaking down on me. I guess same with Prescott and Phoenix, right? Where it's like Phoenix is a, a big city for a lot of things, and it was like that's too far. I didn't think I it was able. I was able to do that and make a lifestyle around it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to join the military, stack my bread, network with people. And I remember saying this, that I said I would, I would network because I thought that's all acting was. I was so ignorant about acting too back then. I thought they were just reading a lot of scripts and memorizing and they got paid millions of dollars. Oh my God, yeah, so ignorant. It's so funny too because it's like, oh, that's easy. Even like doing a podcast where people are, oh yeah, it's easy. Everyone has one. Not to say it's the most difficult thing, but you do have to put work into everything. Yeah. There's so much that goes into it. There's so much rejection. Ice cream truck. Hello. Yeah, shout out ice cream truck that comes every single day. Gotta love it. He's a hustler, bro. Yeah, I know. We need to interview him at some point. Oh, um, oh we are still recording. Good. But to wrap my my spiel. Um, because it took too long. Uh, Join the military and travel around the world. Uh, that was a cool part. Mm-hmm. Uh, made some connections. Went to Japan. Had some amazing homies. Experience with people. Um, really grew up as well. Uh, I think both in maturity uh, as well as looks and confidence in myself. And I think that played a big part in taking the next step to start pursuing acting because I, I I was so hungry for it while I was in. I thought it would be accessible where I was going. And then my first base was Japan. I was like, oh, crap. I don't think I'm going to do it. Did my first play there. And then the acting bug was in me where I was like, oh, my gosh, the military is holding me back. But um, serving was, it was an amazing adventure. And, I mean, I wish I could do both. But it became where it was like military is getting in the way. So then it was like, all right, time to, and, you know, meeting you. Um really putting things in perspective of like this is possible um i can have a partner and pursue it so it just felt like the right timing and so getting out was i agree where it's like it does seem more possible with having the right partner which does that bring us to our yes oh my god perfect segue um yeah that's how i feel it's also possible too where i think when you're with a partner that isn't in the same industry i think it obviously can work but i think when you have someone who just really does get it where you don't have to you don't have to explain that like why why you're doing it or you don't you're probably at least with us i'll speak for us you're not gonna hear oh i thought this was a phase or when are you gonna give that up like that's those are the worst feelings like when your your passion time to get serious because i mean i think grow up i think especially with art too like a lot of artists a lot of things can be done as a hobby yep and i think for some people it's like and it's not a straight and narrow like i mean the military and i'm sure billing solutions a lot of jobs are you move up and you move up and you can you can see growth and growth is really easy to see but in art it's like okay cool you did one million auditions this year is that a good year well yeah it's pretty good because i didn't have that many auditions but you didn't make any of those and you're not making money so are you done with that? <laughs> no, like this is how it is. Like this is a part of it. And even it's like, yeah, you just have to love it, I think, really. And it, sure, it can be, it's it's going to be a hobby if, if you're not making money, I suppose. It's however you want to label it. But even if you get to the very top, like all these women's stories in this book I'm I'm reading, 
there's so many of them make it to the top. They get the Oscar, they get the ultimate prize, and then they don't have work for years. So it's it's not. You're right. It's not linear. It's very all over the place. And I, and I think so. I mean, even the military is misunderstanding of like, you know, how can you how can you leave me? How can you leave your significant other for the sake of work? And it's like, well, I'm going to work and make money, and this is a part of it. Like we, I think you got to understand what you're signing up for, and I think a lot of times you can't. And I mean, as an artist, you don't like sometimes you have to go where the work is. And some people are like, hey, I want to stay in California. It's like, well, I got to go to Atlanta. So are you coming with? And I and I think support looks different for everyone's career. Um, I mean, I think people that have when they're selling merchandise and they're like, well, my customers are in this place. And it's it's really a give and take no matter what you do. But I think some jobs are easier to uproot and move with. I'm not trying to move to New Mexico. Just going to make that clear on the podcast. Um, not at this time. I remember I asked you that and you were like, eh, well, and I was like, you know what? I'll just scratch that off. Let's go to LA together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and thank God. I love it here. Even though it's real hot. Yeah. We don't have the AC on. You're welcome. This is for you guys. Um, but no, I really do think I wouldn't have been able to like, oh, I had a full on breakdown yesterday and <laughs> like full on and I'm t- totally fine with I mean, not divulging every bit of it because you'd be here for hours, but like I wouldn't be able to get through those things without you and feel as supported as I do, like genuinely, because I think we can all, I don't want to say lie to ourselves, but we can all tell ourselves the thing that makes sense, right? Except the moment you're in, what can you do to change it? If you can't do anything, then just like all the stereotypes, the platitudes, all the quotes, all the inspirational help. It doesn't matter if it doesn't feel real. I think, um, yeah, it was just really, I continue, I think, to challenge um, to challenge you and be like, how much are you really going to be there for me, though? And you just never, I don't, you just like never fail to amaze me with how supportive <laughs> you are and how genuine you are. I mean, I think I've said that so many times, like, are you, are you real? Is this real? Is this now? Um I just, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You are, you are the fantasy. Like we say some real cheesy shit over here. I mean, we were just dancing with corduroy, um, literally the stuffed animal bear hey, corduroy, shout out to corduroy that my mom bought. Shout out my mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like the person who bought them. <laughs> yeah. <It's really> <laughs> but like, I really, I'm, I'm very happy and I feel very supported. Well, Why do you keep looking at the time? We're good on time. I know. I'm just, I'm making sure. I'm, Every three seconds. I'm like, sorry oh, that I'm know. trying to be, and I'm trying to stay on topic too. Like I'm, I'm making sure I, I, you wrote this and I'm following it. I, that's an amazing thing. <laughs> Rather than be like, yeah, babe, great, great thing. Let's talk about this. I was, I was going to talk about friendships. If you don't have a relationship yes. to, you know, cause I, I think LA, I think any city um, that I've been and I've seen, uh, you know, because I've been to Tokyo, I've been to Seoul, you know, I've visited New York once. Okay, well, I went to Connecticut, so. Yo, Connecticut's where it's at. I, I deployed with a Connecticut guard, bro, the coolest people. I they are the them. coolest people. Loved them. Yeah. I mean, that was like the closest thing to like East Coast for me to experience. Um, but no, I, I think it is hard. I think you hear that often, especially as artists, but I think anybody out here. It is difficult if you don't have a support system. And, and, you know, I love that you put, like, even friendships. Um, you know, we're, we're grateful to have a, a relationship and a significant other. But, I mean, I, I even think with a significant other, there should be a friendship there. Um, if it's not, I mean, I mean you, you pretty much just hook it up uh, if you don't have that friendship. But 
I think just being supported, I think people can, you know, call on their family, but it, it helps having someone there with you. Um, sometimes it, it does not come in a form of a roommate. Sometimes roommates are just people to help pay the bills. Um, yeah, we've been really fortunate in what we've cultivated. I don't want to say lucky because I think well, we I mean, really we, worked we, at yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think we've we've been really fortunate to have the things that we've had um, and lucky breakthroughs, like the place that we stay at. Um, it's really cool. Like it fits us. Oh, uh, it's great. Cause I think, I think living with 10 roommates or in the bathroom, it's not a bad thing if this fits for what you want. I mean, we've met so many people. It feels like that are so prideful of like, I can never, I could never do that. I can never live with people. And then it's like, okay, cool. Let's just understand that you're going to have to pay a higher rent. Yeah. It's not saying that you have to, but for having a relationship and then Oh, I, I could never, you know, I, I, I believe we both have that kind of viewpoint about being in a relationship of like, you know, being in a relationship seems harder than being single and pursuing your dreams. Like for me, it seemed like a hindrance yeah. with the relationships that I was seeing yeah. that people take away from the, the goal where it's like, okay, well I want to do this. And it's like, you got to choose either your relationship or your goals. Um, even my, I mean, my parents, like, I mean, putting family over goals or your, Mm -hmm. your, your dreams Mm -hmm. was like, it was crazy to me being a kid because I was like, what you wanted to be a doctor, mom, you should have said, forget those kids. And I always joke and I'm like, I'm glad you didn't, (laughs) but, but yeah, I know it it is, it is cool seeing, uh, both sides. Right. Cause as a kid, yeah, you're just like, uh, you can do whatever you want. Mom, if you want to go do this, go do this. Dad, if you want to do this, you could still go do it. I mean, I still talk to my dad where I'm like, you could still do anything you yeah. want. And he's like, Devin, be realistic. I like, bought my mom an art, or like art canvases, painting stuff. She wants to be an artist now. Okay, to be fair, yeah, she should be. She's great at it. And she, you can paint at any time. You can do that at any time. And I, I think it's really like, I, I think relationships can become an excuse. Um, like I do become, believe friendships anything could be a hindrance but it's like what we allow because i think at the end of the day what i've seen is like is that relationship worth it in comparison with your dreams um and i know one of the big things with us was like i can see you and my dreams together like mm-hmm. it's it, it, i don't think i would ever They're be one forced. in the same yeah that was, <laughs> I, that was an amazing feeling but i do think yeah with friendships too it, it like i've seen how my friendships have evolved and how i prioritize things and i think really just knowing yourself and being able to set your boundaries because it's i don't think it's anyone's fault that i didn't have the friendship exactly that I wanted like I mean Leah will always be one of my best friends and I think we were both young at a certain time and I'm so glad that we still stay connected even though I'd like to do to be connected more but like I think I didn't have the ability to say what I wanted or what my needs were in a friendship at the time where now it's like people know where I'm at what my goals are what I'm doing when I'm busy where it's like I'm not ignoring anyone I'm these are the things I'm prioritizing and if you know your friends give a fuck about you they'll respect that and say cool how can I help you achieve that or cool this is what I'm doing and then you guys can you know be supportive of each other in those ways and be real with your conversations instead of just like oh my god what did he say what did your boyfriend do what a piece of shit let's go drinking I mean I've heard of people losing friendships while chasing whatever and I think it's it seems easier to lose a friendship for me um, the way I, I was brought up or like my mind and understanding about friendships 
but I've, I've met people where they're like, friendships are just as important as, as a significant other in relationships. And I'm like, what? No, like if your friendships are holding you back, that's not a friend you want. I mean, yeah, people close to me saying like, yeah, I keep friends around that talk bad mouth about me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's unheard of. But, you know, I, I know that that happens. And so I think at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like if you're not supported in the way that you believe you should be supported, I don't think it's a it's a healthy relationship. Um, well, it's about priorities. I really do think. I think with with relationships, with um, accepting certain things, I think it's just always priorities, right? Sometimes you're like, I'm prioritizing balance. I'm I'm prioritizing setting a boundary for myself. Sometimes it's like, and for me, like I said to said to you, my prioritization was community and friends and feeling loved, and that gave me so much validation for the longest time, which. I can see why I made those decisions now, but I can also see like, oh, why I don't make those decisions anymore. Why I'm not just dropping anything to have, be friends with everyone all the time. Like I, we still meet people out all the time. We met the craziest character the other day in LA, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, who? Cause we always, I feel like there's always a character in LA. Venice, bro. Yeah, Venice. Yeah, yeah. Um, ta, 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 ta,
two films that I, I while I was in Arizona, I drove out to LA to do a student or Orange County to do a student film. So it was really cool, but I realized I, I just, I stopped being hungry and I, I, I realized I, I probably wouldn't do it if I was there. I don't believe location has a lot to do with it. Like you can go hard anywhere. But for me, it was like, I think LA is calling me, like a bigger market is calling me. I just, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. I gotta do it just to say I did it or feel it and, and be like, cause I don't think I would ever feel like I actually attempted to be the actor I wanted to be and fully committed if I didn't move to a bigger market. It's the whole like, yeah, do it while you're young. You know, I would have done the whole everything experience. I mean, at least my mom was like. Well, I said that, I said that while I was in the military, I was lucky enough to not have kids yet. Yeah. And I believe when I'm in my thirties, most likely there, that would be a craving. Like, Oh, I want to have a family. I want to have a little corduroys running around, you know? So it was, it was, um, I want to take advantage of this opportunity. And of course meeting you, it was like, Oh, everything is aligning to go out to LA. Um, and we had everything in our ability that wasn't holding. We had so many good things going on where it's like, there's no reason that I shouldn't. Yeah. Especially when this is what I wanted. So it was, it was come out here to be an actor. And how do you feel like you're, you've been getting in your own way or you have gotten in your own way? Because I feel like this is, well, I think this is kind of how we're going to wrap up before like getting, setting our new intentions Mm. in this new chapter. But I mean, again, considering how the breakdown happened yesterday and how we've been talking. This is our first podcast where I think it's important to have both. By the way, there's someone like right outside our door, just, I don't know, like throwing rocks or something. I don't know if they're trying to get our attention. Come in here and join us. Um, But getting in your own way, how do you feel like, how do you feel like you've done that? Like the major ways that you've done that? Well, just like I said, the location part, I I think the same issues I had in, in Arizona in other markets, um, there's some issues that I didn't I didn't have so much because auditioning wasn't a big thing. Like in the different markets, it would be a Facebook, it would be who you know if they saw you. But out here, auditioning and I think my work ethic has played a big part. Being disciplined, uh, remembering why I wanted, um, getting in my head at times as well. Like because I, I mean, as an actor, it's like I think you get challenged mentally. And it's and then I, I do believe we can create your own opportunity. The issue is it's like Yeah, putting in the work to do it. That takes work too. And I get defeated at times and then I, I, I fall back into routines to escape that reality by either whether it's gaming or mindless watching anime or television shows. Um so it's just being defeated and not really just okay, cool, this is a part of it doubling down and finding the fun and, and the challenge in it. It really is interesting because I, I, I mean, it, I feel like kind of ties into what we talked about with like learning, just how we are taught to learn. I feel like they don't make learning that enjoyable in school. And so, yeah, even trying to go to school, you know, later after college, trying to even get a credit in something or a, certif- a certification, whatever it is, it's seems so you there's so many steps you have to take to even get in there to oh let me find my old transcripts let me get oh, yeah, this that, let me do this that's just not so easy for me at work. all like i mean i i even want to use my gi bill and it's just like it's not the going to the class part it is literally the signing up and what do you have to send like you said all those things and i'm like you know what maybe Meh. i'll try to find another route maybe. i'm gonna go to youtube <laughs> maybe gonna- yeah and i think that's what keeps bringing me back to that rather than really doing that seriously because I just don't want to do the admin stuff that it takes to get in. But it's like, if you can get over that, if you can get out of your own way in that and that mindset and that thinking, I think, I don't know, it, I would be ashamed of myself if that is, if, if that was what I truly wanted and that's what stopped me. 
Yeah, where you're like, eh, the paperwork. I don't think that's what I truly want. Like, I said those things about auditioning. Like, if auditioning stops me from being a great actor, that's embarrassing. Like, I think I could just send it in. If they think it's me, I'll get it. But I have to show up by sending it in the self-tape or showing up to the audition. I think showing up to an audition is easy. But sending in the self-tape, it takes self-determination and and discipline. Discipline, yeah. Yeah. But how do you get in your own way recently? I think uh, I'm perfect and never get in my own way. So what? next question. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fucking dramatic the about everything. The viewers will understand that. I'm dramatic about everything. And I think I overwhelm myself before I even get there where all the things, I, I think I'm my ambition gets in my own way where I'm like, I don't then kind of narrow down on a choice where I think, oh, I want to do this and then this and then this. And sometimes I'll have little glimpses of how it all ties in together. But I think, um, yeah, more than anything, I get overwhelmed by the all of it and struggle just to pick one thing. I think yesterday it was the belief that, well, I hadn't seen anyone do the things that I want to do. So I think we kind of make those for whatever reason, we have to see something to show us that it's possible, even if we can do it our own way. And I think we do such a good job of being like, well, yeah, of course they, they got it because of this. Or, mm. yeah, it must be nice. Discrediting because, what you're saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they're they're a guy, so of course they got it. Yeah. Or they... Came from a wealthy family. They came where, from where is he? Oh, he's from California, bro. Yeah. He's from L.A. He, he was born in L.A. Of course he has that. <laughs> I'm from Prescott. Of course not. And it's like you just... You make so many excuses for like why it's possible for someone else and not you. Um, and I think it's just because of not doing right. It's like the more you just do things and the more you're in the environment that you want to be in and not having the expectation of like, well, fuck, if this doesn't get uh, picked up by a network and then, then what am I going to do? I'm pinning everything on that instead of just enjoying the process where it's like, I'm already thinking about the whole picture that grand scheme of everything right we get in our own way by being like oh do we have the right equipment do we have the right lighting do we have the right camera the lens and it's like just start just start doing it and really enjoying it and i think we're getting to the point now of speaking of new intentions being able to be honest and focus on the things i mean yesterday you're like we're gonna write this script together we're gonna do this together and i'm so excited about it because it's it's a clear it's a clear mission it's not just like yeah all over the place and random and overwhelming where it's like the ideas are endless and yeah for whatever reason sometimes that gets daunting to me um i mean i think you even brought up like doing it alone is like i mean it's already overwhelming as it is but then like the thought of like being in it on your own and yeah, every your lack of knowledge, your what you know, and you're like, I fail. It's just me. And I think even when we talk about doing it together, it's like, I don't want my ignorance or my lack of knowledge to be the you know the pull reason. him down yeah. too. Like, but like I, I remember that was a big thing. Alone, I could fail because it's just me. But with a with a partner or family or anything counting on me, yeah. to succeed. Oh, like that's that's terrifying. I'm gonna go with an easy. I actually thing. think it is more so the alone part because. Yeah, I mean, uh, circling all the way back to, like, billing solutions and identity. Like, I, you know, did get to the the top of a mountain, so to speak, or as as high up as as I wanted to go. And I think 
yeah, that, that makes me have to reshape my whole identity. I yep. feel like, you know, where I could, I definitely lied to myself. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I did that. Didn't, <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with my identity or my confidence or my this or that. Of course it does. I mean, they talked about that on the exit way out of the air force. They're like identities is huge. People go crazy over this. Like you, you're going from being, um, and it was such a grateful event for me to reach staff sergeant E five and you going from sergeant seekers being respected just because of the rank on your shoulder, people looking up to you to just Ian. Yeah. And, and I was like, uh, no one gives a shit what you did in a past life. Right. Like I'm not going to go into some meeting at some point in the entertainment space <laughs> and be like, BP. yeah, I did this in the behavioral whole space. It's <laughs> like, that doesn't, no one cares. No one cares. Um, but yeah, I definitely try to lie to myself and be like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't play a part. But I mean, it's, it's a good thing that it, it plays a part and then it weighs on me because it also shows, it it also shows the, like what I want, which is ultimately to lead something. So I think those get in my way where I'm like, I want to be a leader, but now I don't have anything to lead because I don't know enough and I don't have a team around me and I can't even build a team yet because I don't have anything in place to say this is what we're doing um which means you have to learn more you have to be, get everything you know feeling good for yourself to even speak confidently in another team we're just going to embrace this yeah i really what, do is that an alarm like it. the way it sounds it doesn't even sound like it's an alarm someone's probably fixing their like oil <laughs> the, or breaking in there's probably a homeless just, guy breaking yeah. in i forgot people could break in no one checks their car when when the alarm starts going everyone's <laughs> like uh oh, it's not mine <laughs> Okay, so what do you, yeah, what do you want to accomplish by the next podcast? You want all of this, all of the, everything done? Whoa, you want to have a script podcast, written? That's crazy. No, not next podcast, but just genuinely, what <laughs> intentions do you want to do? You want for yourself? That scares me. Uh, just we're like, gonna sit here until he gives us an answer, ladies and gentlemen. Which, I, I um, honestly, I think this, like this, uh, the school that we set of, um, I mean, I think it was even scary to to. Uh, think about setting it like saying it out loud and and saying it to you um but really just progressively um and consistently actively working towards a goal in mind that seems purposeful um i want to be auditioning for things and not just i want to i want to in those moments remember why i i do it um, that I used to go crazy over an opportunity. Like I, like I said, I drove four hours for student film. Um, I want to, I want to have that same hunger while being here. So setting goals and then remembering why these goals matter and then respecting myself. I think I, I talked about that today with Nadine of like, you know, the thing I heard on Instagram where it's like, I'll show up to a job if they're like, Hey, you need to be here. I'm showing up. But with myself, it's like, yeah, yeah, I missed today, but I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. So I think oh, yeah, yeah. having you being that, that accountability, like I don't want to let you down and I don't want to fail you. Um, and because I feel like we're in this together, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I just don't want to fail. I, I think failing myself I'm gonna is. going to let you down. No. <laughs> something, <Play> something. around. <laughs> um, Desert you. But I think that, I, I hope that will help with my intentions, setting clear intentions and knowing why I'm doing it and then having someone be the thing that makes it more, even more valuable and not easy to give up on myself. I love that. So yeah, the goal uh, of uh, progressively working on this story idea and trying to get it up and running, not trying, but working to get it up and running. Yeah. 
working to get it to the place where we feel satisfied in what we're doing. Yeah. I agree. I, I kind of would say something similar, but really it's just, uh, yeah, trusting myself. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, trusting that I what I want for myself is is true. I think for so long that I've um, yeah, been not to have it be based on gender, but I think for so long I have been moving and following orders based on, you know, male figures and what they, what their visions were and what they thought was best. And I think even though I am, I do feel naturally inclined to lead things. I think trusting my own voice, my own unique vision and my own uniqueness, um, is not something that I've fully done. So that's more of what I want to intend for, for the future, but definitely like focus on that part right now, just trusting myself and, you know, trusting that what feels good is right and um, not overthinking things to a detriment you know and getting in my own way that way should we have any closing messages for the podcast our first episode this has been fun i hope you guys really got the full ambiance of the um i almost said our street name i don't i'm not gonna do that not gonna do that um i think we would do love saying street name I don't know if uh, the only murders in the building director would would be um, Martin Short would tell us to do anything again with like more emotion. Um, I love that show. But but I'm pretty proud of us for our first podcast, and we're using road mic. Shout out Adam, by the way. Oh yeah, shout out Adam. Talk about a shout out. Let's talk about his company name too. Nooch Creative. Nooch. Adam Nuchek, thank you so much for the road mics. We fucking appreciate you so much. To our Probably five listeners. We love you. Love you, five listeners. It's going to be the people that we shouted out that we send this to. I'm going to send it to everyone. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, my closing remarks would be... Uh, Get the speech prepared. Get well, speech no, I just, uh, just don't overthink things. Uh, I know it's easier said than done, but... Um, I mean, this is our first step. I mean, we've made a lot of first episodes, but I really we will make this one into the first episode. Um, just actively work at things. And I really think doing what really feels purposeful um, plays a big part because I think we we wanted to do a lot of things for random reasons or just to do things and say we were doing things to ourselves and yeah. prove it to ourselves. But I really feel like we, we talked about the importance of doing this podcast for ourselves, not really for others, but then wanting to help others um, and then having people in our circle too that, that are just like, please do it. I, I want to hear this. Um, and not an ego thing and like, what? Like, I don't know, but I really think we have things to say and, and it would it would make a good positive impact. We just talk, yeah, we talk all the time and it's like, why don't we just record it? If no one listens, it doesn't, it doesn't matter yeah. because we are still having the same conversation. And I even think for ourselves, like I, I've told people like document things because of GV, Gary V, Vaynerchuk. And it was like, I really would love to see that. I would love for our future selves to listen in and, and see our growth. And I mean, and my sister tried to listen. She said, I tried listening back to our first podcast. She's like, I had to turn it off right see, away. I couldn't see. listen to it. And a lot of people's stuff is crappy. And I mean, I'm excited for her to come out here. Uh, shout out to our street, uh, LA Lifestyle baby. Yeah, Darian's coming this weekend. And... Uh, and her friend Ian, so we'll yes. probably it will probably Ian do squared. It. Yeah, you guys will reunite. It's a good and, time, uh, Ian squared. We'll probably do another podcast. <laughs> so yeah, interracial, interracial <laughs> friendships. Friendships. Um, Shout out to interracial friendships. <laughs>
yeah, for me, I'm just impressed that I haven't burped or had to get up to pee this whole time. So I just need you to give me props for that. Oh, yeah. We're going to have awards one day. Just like. Uh, uh, please. That would be amazing. But we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. So we're not going to do No, that we're, just, we're just doing what feels right. We're doing what feels and right. Getting this episode up and running. Trying and to wrap this up is not easy for no, I thought, me. No, I, I thought you said your thing. We, we're good. That's it. We're solid. We're okay. out of here. Um, signing off. Uh, we thought Take about care. the beginning part, but we didn't think about the ending. Until next time. And keep up.